What's good, yo? Welcome to another episode of Real Talk, where, as always, if shit's real, we talk about it. I'm your host for tonight, Pat Scorpion, the New England representative. And as always, I got my man with me. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Yo, what it do? It's LB, Lauderdale Boss, Shutterworth the God, the GOAT artist, Soul Wars, RingGangRadio.com. Yes, sir. Ring in the house forever and always. And as always, I got my other man with me. I'm going to let him introduce himself. What up, what up? You already know who this is. Your boy King P, Bodega P, Bodega Boxer in the building, Ring Gang Radio all day. Let's get it. Hey, Bodega P, he's not in the sewer today. He's above ground, taking a break from finding foot and other mutated, you know, mutated creatures. Yeah, so. niggas, niggas, niggas is getting tired of fighting all these super shredders, super, super shredders, super splinters, all these motherfuckers. <laughs> Word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they had him run-ins with Casey Jones, too. <laughs> Shit, you're gonna be complaining about street sharks next time. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no, we have a you know, we have some topics for y'all tonight. Um first topic we're gonna get into is none other than, you know, former four weight champion, world champion, and it's just weird to say that. Uh Adrian the problem Broner. Um Broner for the most part has not been in the ring in about was it a year and a half now? Almost a year and a half, you know, since his uh, rather one-sided loss to Manny Pacquiao on pay-per-view, you know, and basically, you know, we don't know what he's doing. I mean, he's, he's been out. He's been, you know, is bullshitting, growing his hair out, growing his beard out, just doing selling, selling bricks, literal bricks. <laughs> that and that and you know, he also talking about he's going to be. He's a rapper now. Just a whole lot of nonsense. He was a rapper um, for the Madonna fight, too. Yeah, he, he was. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, you never seen someone who has, I mean, I never thought he was a, a, like a generational talent, but he had enough talent that he could have worked to be something more than he actually is. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I, I, that's why I say, you know, this nigga's a four-weight world champion. You know, and it's just like, really? I mean... <laughs> You know, he, for a guy who's really accomplished so little, he's accomplished so much, if that makes any sense. Um, you know, but yeah, these days... But he always challenged himself. I wish a lot of people fought the fight, fights that Broner fought. Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, it because he's winning them. That, that's a major thing. Yeah, and actually want to win them. That's the big thing. Like, you know, dude, you know... I think after the after the Madonna fight, you know, basically, I think that kind of broke Broner to the point where he's just like, unfortunately, he's super defensive when he when he, when he wants to be. So it's kind of hard to hurt him, you know, you know. But you can outwork him because he doesn't let his hands go and none of that shit like that. And basically, you know, he's became he became very frustrating to watch. Uh, kind of like a, a, a overpaid jobber to the stars. Yeah, pretty much. But unfortunately, like a launch pad for people's careers. Like he helped Monkey Garcia career go to another level, right? And he gave Sean Porter some credibility, and obviously he gave Madonna a whole bunch of credibility. Yeah, he changed Madonna life around. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like 
and and even like even shit like with, even getting a draw with fucking Jesse Vargas of all people. Ex- he uh, extended Vargas. He extended Vargas's run and launched him into another draw. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. This, this, he really is the jobber. Jobber. He's making them go farther. The fuck. So people need jobber enhancer. Jobber. I mean, it's just, your, I see your I see your, um, your resume here, and you know what made you interested in Jiffy Lube? <laughs> I see here you say uh, you got a jobber enhancer, so you, you make people that are as, just as talented as you look better. Is that that <laughs> what that is? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, this guy. I mean, he's uh, I mean, he, he's he's a piece of work, and you know, these days, all like that do is. I mean, possibly, maybe he might be mentally ill for all you know, but he makes IG videos. And the most recent one is either that he wants $10 million to get back in the ring again. You know, and it doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter who it's from, whether it's from The Zone or from Al Heyman or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, who in the world is going to give this motherfucker $10 million to fight? Who? There's only one opponent I feel like could make that fight and... He'll get that money, but I still feel like you would have to stack the card. And that's Amir Khan versus Broner. I think that's the only fight that could realistically get Broner closer, the closest to ten mil than any other realistic fight. I don't even think that. I don't even think that would do it. That's a stretch. Like, and, and honestly, and King P is right. I, I, I personally don't think it, it could it could do it, but I feel like that's the biggest money fight. I really don't think there's any fight out there that could get him more than five mil unless you're gonna unless you're gonna promote a Mayweather fight and that's not happening. So yeah, we gotta get realistic. I understand yeah. he wants ten million, but his his stock is way too down to be asking for that much. Yeah, I mean the dude has he hasn't won a fight in three years. Uh, and his last fight, his performance was a dud. Like you made Pacquiao, you know, you made Pacquiao make the whole PBC welterweight look kind of, you know, if it wasn't for Thurman kind of having a a good final stand with this nigga, it looked like Pacquiao just crossed the street, you know, kicked down the door and just started taking what he wanted from out the house. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and at forty years old. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and, and this is where, like, Broner's, like, I mean, Broner's is telling the point where he shouldn't be having close fights with certain people. The Jesse Vargas fight was, made people upset as fuck, you know. Mikey Garcia was, like, because he went through his bag a little bit after some time. Nah, nah, I feel like the Mikey Garcia fight was way worse. Like, the game plan, the execution, like, he didn't try to be competitive. It's, it's like, at least... He had so at least you could make some highlights for Broner in the Vargas fight. At least is one of the rarest, you know what? This is a draw type of fight. Mikey Garcia fight was like, ugh, like you got this little little Mexican dude chasing you around the ring and shit, like bruh. And then the thing too, like, and I, I didn't, and I didn't think Broner won the Granados fight. See, I thought, I thought, I thought Granados won that fight. You know, and he looked bad in that fight. Nah, too. I, I, I thought, I thought Broner won that fight, but he didn't look great. So Did I you know what Vargas? No, um, um, Granados. 
Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought Broner won the Granados fight too, but he didn't he didn't look great or nothing. No. Yeah, I mean, I thought and, and then with the with the Mikey fight, he just he came in with the wrong game plan. He let Mikey off the hook in in, in spurts. Like he if yeah. he really would have taken it to him, it would have been a lot more interesting fight. But he just didn't let his hands go. Yep, exactly. And then Pacquiao fight that. Uh, I, I don't even want to mention that he made he made I felt like I was his, he was like he was like the black David Diaz in there. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like. He got hurt from Pacquiao like like twice, so it makes it like worse because Broner, you you really don't see Broner get rocked or hurt in fights like that. Like so his he, thing is certified, right? You know, so yeah, when Pacquiao was starting, uh, you know, to really, you know, starting to like really start to like rock him, he he went to his he went to a shell, like even tighter shell, and started really bullshitting. It's, it's frustrating too because you know you see the natural defensive talent he has. You know, but because yeah, he doesn't get hit like that. Like when Broner's on his game and he's and he wants to win and fight you, his defense is on point. You've seen it, but it's like he takes he he has the wrong strategy in a lot of fights, man. Right. And it's cost him, and it's definitely stuck on the way down. But the wild thing is, Broner, because his fuckery, he's crossed over more than any other boxer. If you're not Pacquiao. If you're not Pacquiao, if you're not Canelo, if you're not a, a Triple G, if you're not Anthony Joshua, like, you know, he's crossed over. He's in that type of, you know, in that atmosphere. So people like so people will still see will tune in and see his fights because he's not because he hasn't gotten knocked out yet. He's only been dropped twice by one. And he has the name and he's always promoting himself. He's always out there. He interacts with everybody like. I mean, he he, 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 order game like the way you would want a fighter to do it, but he do the whole fighter part wrong. So it's like so frustrating to watch it. Yeah, yeah, he's a decent promoter too. Like he has fighters that you know that I mean that they've worn belts under him. Like if you actually see if 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 he actually focused, he can actually he could actually be something, be something more than he is now, which is. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I agree, and I'm one of those people that felt like people were overstating Broner's ceiling. But I agree, he could be much more than what he is now, which is isn't anything at all. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. this is former champ, former this, former that. Like, yeah. And, and the thing is, he he's talking about the music, but the thing is, bro, like, you're not a winner right now, so no one really. Like the music wouldn't connect the same. Like it's not like you're a champion now, and you know you drop the you drop the album or a mixtape, and you got all these features, and you doing your thing. You don't really have the momentum in anything to really. You 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 get me like, because I'm not saying because this is the thing I've heard Broner rap, and Broner is not bad, but he definitely boxes better than he raps. But he, he he raps better than a lot of these little niggas rapping now that taking rap as a full time, you know, job. So to be a boxer first and then you rapping better than fucking rappers, you know, I, I feel it. But there's a way you do things, and this whole this whole good ten mil, like, bro, he need to just call out somebody that's in a similar situation and try to make that fight happen. I know, like he's his own. And, but see, that's the thing with Broner. He's straight. 
we seen him struggle with guys that he shouldn't struggle with. So even if he was to call out a Delorme or, or somebody, like we wouldn't even be sure. Like even even with Amir Khan, there's a chance Amir Khan might use footwork and get away from this dude for ten rounds, twelve rounds. Exactly. And and this is a this is Amir Khan in 2020, bro. This is Amir Khan that was getting beat up by Chris Algieri, you know. <laughs> brought by Samuel Vargas like, exactly so that that just shows you the level Broner fell to where we're you know where we gotta talk like this yeah and now, now I think now the thing is like he also I mean in, in order to get the 10 minute dots I know he's been hitting up Eddie Hurt because I think him and Devin Haney got beef too so and, uh, so I think you know he was like you know Eddie uh, that, ain't real, that ain't real beef that, that ain't, I think he even like kind of just said he's supposed to Act like that, or some some shit like that. But it wasn't real, real beef. Some shit. Like that. I wouldn't even want to see that shit. Nah. Yeah. Um. It, it wouldn't do anything for Haney. Like Broner's yeah. not gonna do anything for anybody unless he he beats somebody credible or, or, or people got to see him win. Yeah. Like it don't even have to be credible. Like That's he can just get a he's, win. He's in that weird position where can you really? I mean, he was a name. He's not a name anymore, and he does nothing for you having him on your resume in 2020. Yeah, the Mikey Garcia was like the last person he, as a win, it kind of helped. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it looks yeah, good on Pacquiao. I mean, you can even debate that. I feel like by that time, it was like, the Rose was way off the bloom by that point. It was, but it's like, Broner, Broner was still active, and, you know... Yeah. No, but I mean, I and mean, Mikey, we, and Mikey only fought lip and nets at 140 at the time. Like, that's true, but I mean, what I'm trying to say is for me, I felt like I didn't walk away impressed with the Mikey victory. Instead, I walked away thinking, same old Broner. Like, you know I mean, I, I, I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt like, like it was a, if, if a I'm, man if performance I'm, from both. It was like if Mikey I'm, won, but it wasn't no big deal type of fight. Like it didn't do anything for either guy like that. If I'm walking away more, you know, worried about the loser, more worried about the loser in this case than the winner, I feel like by that point your name doesn't really mean much as a as a name on somebody's resume. But that's what I'm saying. I was like, it was still something because look, he got the Pacquiao fight later too. We're not going to sit here and say that was a big win for Pacquiao, but when you but when you look at the summer Pacquiao career, and then you see later on in that year he beats Thurman, it makes the Broner name look a little better. It just Broner didn't fucking do anything in the fight, so he, everybody's last impression of Broner is getting beat up by Pacquiao. So that's hard to sell an album, a movie role fucking action figure anything <laughs> that's, a, that's a flop of a single yeah like and don't talk about no fight putting hands on, don't don't have a song about putting hands on somebody <laughs> so I'm just saying bro like yeah yeah I mean Broner I mean Broner right now is, is a wasted talent and who even knows where how it's gonna progress and who's gonna when he's actually gonna back, if he's gonna get back in the ring this year I mean, he doesn't look like he wants that one last cash grab. His heart not even in it. His last fight was that one last cash grab. Right. (laughs) One last. (laughs) He's the last dance. Fuck the documents. Fuck the bullshit. Like, oh, they're ours. I'm saying, 
he's he's the real last dance. Like every year, it's like Broner get like a spinoff retirement like cash grab fight, and it's like nothing comes from it. It's like fronting a nigga a brick each time, and he never become the kingpin nigga you think he might have been one at least one time. <laughs> like you, you think it, you keep like yeah, yeah, you know. I got you, I got you. You know, one day you'll, you know, run your block, let alone your neighborhood. Like, <laughs> right. It's like, how many opportunities, we, you know, he going to keep getting? It's Honestly, I'm, I'm waiting until I hear him sign a contract with the zone, bro. Like, honestly, I, I can't That's a terrible fit, to be honest. Like, I don't think the zone will do anything for him. But that's the thing. He fought everybody he could over here. I don't think a fight with him and a fight with him and Danny Garcia ain't gonna be marketable because Gar Gar uh, Swift is on that plateau. He's on that edge where he's getting the top guys in welterweight. Broner, he's had his chance with Pacquiao, so that I don't see him going to you know even a Thurman fight. I don't think a sell. Right. And but, not for no ten mil, like a Thurman fight would be dope in Florida. I feel like you know, that's wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, damn, like crush my dreams. Like now, I feel like Broner not getting that ten mil. Like, <laughs> like I just talked to Heyman and he was like, "Yeah, you my dude, but no." Right. And now I'm like, damn. Okay, um, nah. Yeah. And if I think too. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like I said, you know, I mean, so like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point Broner's like, okay, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go somewhere else and get money. Because I mean, well, honestly, I, I mean, we don't know what his PPC arrangement is. Like, we will know if he's like, you know, if he's actually under long term contract or whatever. The way man, the man speak always speak like he been getting looked out for from PBC and Heyman and them and he's been taking I mean, care of just I mean, like how uh, Birdo has been if we're gonna yeah. be real I feel like I feel like half the PBC fighters have gotten taken care of in some sort of stimulus package type way so right. that's not really even the, ones, even the ones that you haven't seen on a higher level like I know people now I mean I hear the little price quotes and shit and Everything. I'm like, oh, damn. I'm like, that nigga making that money? Like, he ain't even like, like ten years ago, he would be Friday night fights level. But wow, like, let me find out this nigga LB getting Geico quotes on the low. He he hearing all the other the, all the Geico quotes. We yeah. so, I'm like, hmm. But I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a Broner fan, but it's like you you get to the point where it's just people are who they are. And I don't, you know, I'm a bigger fan of the sport. And yeah. I don't want to see him in another fight where yeah. he just comes who, in there and gets a check. Who even right. makes sense at Tazone? Now that I'm thinking about it, I really can't think of anybody in on that Tazone roster that makes sense. Where would he be fighting? Is he is it Broner weight 147? I don't even know. Like, there's just too many answers. There's just too many Bruh, questions. Man. Get get Broner to fight Jorge Linares. If he can't oh, win, if he can't KO Jorge Linares, then yeah. that's it for Broner. Like, stop. <laughs> right. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure one of those guys, and then see what happens. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure they could probably find somebody either on the Matchroom roster or Golden Boy roster for 140 or 147. Yeah, know? just not for 10 mil. Yeah, exactly. He would if he got a couple knockouts first and then started calling out Khan and trying to make that big. And he said he would go to Britain. Mm-hmm. He might end up getting 10 mil or even 12 mil for that. But he has to build up towards like Broner never gets a momentum going. Right. I mean, hell, he can, he can go to go. You can go to um, the zone and fight fucking uh, Pablo Cano. Then you know, I mean, that dude. I mean, that dude has, yeah. has you know is on the rise. You know, he has a little momentum. Fight him. You know, what I'm yeah, they've been around in the same division, fought the same guy. Like we both had target practice on Milanaji. I mean, <laughs> that's that's a start, like. Right, you know, yeah. There, there, there's a lot. They, there, there's like, but it's like, it's just like. I mean, is he actually going to put in the work to do it? Yeah, is he going to accept the fight? Yeah, because if you're stuck on ten mil and you haven't really done nothing, to, you know what I mean? It's, just, it's a, it's a hard sell, man. Yeah, and the funny thing is too, if it wasn't uh, obviously if it wasn't for um, by transition, it wasn't for certain things like going on with the zone. I honestly think the zone would actually throw the bag in him like they did with Triple G and with Canelo, in a way, because yeah. he, he he's a big name. But just 